What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Tuesday, everyone. April 18th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 543 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritt, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today, we are going to take a look at Dane Brugler's seven-round Steelers mock draft from The Athletic. He recently did an entire draft for all 32 NFL teams on The Athletic. It's pretty impressive. We're going to look at his Steelers selections, and that's what we're going to get into today. But before I do, much gratitude to Yin's studyings out there. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording later today talking more draft. We are only one week away, so be sure to check that out. It is linked in the show notes. And also, please be reminded of our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn to trade the stock market successfully, profitably, consistently, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has transformed my life, hence why I am sharing it with all of Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings out there. So here we go. Another mock draft. Man, we have looked at so many of these mocks. We, at this point, we have an idea of what they're going to do. We know the players who are on the radar. And it's just time for the draft to happen, right? I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm almost getting <laughs> exhaustion volume on these mock drafts prospect studies it's just time let's get the show on the road so here we go dane Brug- brugler's seven round Steelers mock draft with their first round pick at number 17 brugler selects no surprise here joey porter jr cornerback out of penn state and here's what brugler says porter has clear bus potential with his undisciplined play style and unbalanced change of direction, but he has intriguing matchup potential in the NFL because of his aggressive length and body quickness. He projects as a classic bump and run cornerback and won't be a slam dunk fit for every scheme. Now, that's probably a bit more critical analysis of Porter than we've heard. What are the chances that Porter is going to be available when the Steelers select? We don't know. The Brugler has him going at number 17 to the Steelers, and I would not be surprised by that at all. With their first second round pick, number 32, Brugler selects Osiris Torrance, guard out of Florida. So rebuilding their interior here. Eh, I can't see this, and this is where people not inside the Pittsburgh bubble. People who don't understand the true needs of this team make selections like this. They're not drafting a guard in the second round. Here's what Brugler says. Torrance will struggle at times picking off targets in space, but he boasts the playing strength, body control, and competitive appetite to win his matchups. He's a plug-and-play zone starter in the NFL. Here's the thing. They just signed Isaac Sayamalu. They just signed Nate Herbig. 
They have James Daniel on the roster. James Daniels. They're not drafting a guard. Not a good pick. Wasted pick. With their second second round pick, Brugler selects at number 49, Dewan Jones, the big mammoth offensive tackle out of Ohio State. Again, we could see this happening here. We've talked about Jones. Big dude. Mahler in their run game. Slow feet. This is a possibility. If they could snatch him with that second second round pick, that would probably be a mini victory because he's expected to go a little earlier in the second. Here's what Brugler says. Jones needs continued refinement with his decision-making and reaction skills, but he is a master in the run game and his rare size length and improved balance in pass pro have him on the trajectory to be a starter in the NFL. He will be valued higher by NFL teams that covet size and run blocking at right tackle. Huh. Can we think of some teams who are trying to create an offensive line that is dominant in the run game? Huh. Just saying. Would not be surprised whatsoever if Jones is one of the selections for the Steelers. And in fact, he may just make an appearance in my final mock. And round three, number 80, Brugler has the Steelers selecting Siaka Ika. Siaki Ika. There I go with my bad pronunciation. Defensive tackle out of Baylor. Big nose tackle guy. I'd mocked him early on to the Steelers. Brugler says, Ika is a nimble, disruptive big man with powerful traits, but all of his impressive parts don't consistently add up to impact plays. He is a toolsy-sized prospect with a high floor as an early down NFL nose. Wow. Also flashing the ability to do more. That's all the Steelers need for him. A defensive lineman at the nose position this year is just some small contributions. They're not looking for a home run here. Remember, they're not in that base defense too often. So I think this would be a solid pick. I do like this pick by Brugler because I do believe that they are going to add a nose. So there you have it. Their selection at pick number 80, Siaka Ika. And round number four, pick 120. Charlie Jones, wide receiver out of Purdue. Only one year of production, big production at Purdue. 110 catches, 1,361 yards, 12 touchdowns. That was this past season. Ran a 4-4-4 in the combine. Here's what Burglar has to say about him. Jones doesn't have the twitch or play strength to easily uncover outside the numbers. But his crafty speed and ball skills will help him find a role in the NFL. He also has the skills to readily factor in the return game. So we know the Steelers need a possession-style receiver. Maybe Jones could be it. But that is their fourth-round pick. And then on to the seventh round again, taking flyers on, guys. The first seventh-round pick, Brugler selects Hunter Lupke, running back, fullback out of North Dakota State. He says Lukey would be a great fit because of his pass catching skills and potential special teams impact. And then with their final seventh round pick, number 241, Brugler has him selecting Robert Bill Jr., outside linebacker out of Georgia. Brugler writes, Bill is raw with his pass rush setup and execution versus the run, but has a size speed profile and splash plays that suggest he could be a better pro than a college player. He's worth a gamble somewhere in the middle of the day three of the draft. 
So again, your seventh rounders, you're taking flyers on guys that maybe can come in and contribute. I don't see the need or value of a running back slash fullback in Luke because they're pretty set at running back. And oh yeah, Connor Hayward can give you snaps, not just at tight end, but also in the backfield. Outside linebacker, this outside backer pick with Bill Jr., I could see that. They do need to build some depth. You're taking a flyer on a guy here, maybe contributes on special teams. You're not looking for him to do anything right away other than provide depth. So there you have it. Rublers, seven-round Steelers mock draft. Not bad, except for that first, second-round pick. They are not drafting a guard. Mark that down. They're not drafting a guard. But... Overall, I do like some of Brugler's picks. Not a bad mock draft at all. And studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to you. Beautiful studies out there. Have a marvelous Tuesday. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Wex. It's linked in the show notes. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. Linked in the show notes. And remember on this gorgeous April 18, 2023. This goes as a shout out to my son, Roland. Love you, buddy. Once a study, always a study. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.